Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. 2021 Wimbledon Championships are now just days away, but there are still three tournaments spread across the grass courts of Europe this week before the action begins in London on Monday. And which players will succeed at the All England Club this year? Our experts will break down the most compelling storylines all week long. And we are checking the hashtags and handles from all the tennis platforms to bring you the latest info and entertainment. You have to cover? Okay. Uh, Don't worry, Vika. We got you covered on TC Live. Next. And we are back on the grass on Tennis Channel Live here on Tennis Channel. And, boy, we had some amazing and long matches today punctuated by a huge comeback from Coco Goff of the United States. What a great comeback from Coco. We'll get to those highlights soon. But first, I want to welcome you all into our gorgeous studios in Santa Monica, California, and let you know what you got coming up over the next half hour. We've got highlights and interviews from all of today's action. Keeping up with Corda, that would be Sebastian Corda, a fast-rising American, and Novak Djokovic in action, playing some doubles in Mallorca. And greetings one and all. Welcome into our Tennis Channel studios. I'm Russ Thaler. Surrounded by the great Nico Pereira and Chanda Ru- Wait a second. Something's weird here. You guys made the flop. And she's a great one. She, very nice. You have to get used to being uncomfortable in these spots. I know you've never sat in that seat. You okay? Oh, yeah. I'm fine. I'm doing uh, fine. No, fine. No, you need to pat the sweat off. Well, we're just trying to find your good side, Nico. That's to, really all it is. Run, I had to run from the booth. I know. You did a really good job. Look, yesterday East, Eastbourne got completely rained out. So there was a lot of tennis to catch up on. Let's get straight to the highlights and check on Iga Sviantek taking on Heather Watson. Sviantek had never won a match at the WTA level on grass coming into this. Yeah, and came out Sviantek like she had been playing on the grass for ever and got that first set tucked away with some aggressive play. But Heather Watson knows her way around a grass court as well. Very comfortable on the surface. Battle got more aggressive in that second set and was able to get the early lead in the tiebreak and never relinquished it. Good mover around the grass and able to outlash Fiontech there at the end. And in the third, Heather Watson would get up 4-1. Looked like she would cruise to victory. But Fiontech, of course, with a lot of confidence, she battled back, didn't panic, started mixing her shots up. That drop shot, a huge point in the match, was able to turn things completely around. And in that third set, Shviantek able to take it with some aggressive play of her own. Gets the miss there from Watson. What a win for Iga Shviantek battling back in that third set. I had to see how emotional Eagle was with that big comeback at the end with the towel over her head. She sat down in her seat, but Shviantek's moving on. Nika, you just called this marathon match. Mertens, the seventh seed in Coco Golf. Well, this was incredible. The first eight games were for Coco. Yeah, and, you know, it was just a flat start for Coco Golf. And Mertens did not put a foot wrong. It was really perfect on breakpoint conversions. Three for three there, getting more aggressive. 
so comfortable at the net, was number one doubles player in the world. And you thought, okay, can Coco Golf turn this around? But she did in the second set. And here in the tie break, showing some great movement, the intensity, the fight, that is one of the strengths of the golf game. And she brought it in full effect. And in the third set, it was a battle again. And Lisa Mertens, who couldn't close it out on serve in the second set, had some service trouble in the third again. And golf finally, Nico, you mentioned taking the lead for the first time in the match right there at 6-5 in the third and then able to serve it out pretty comfortably. What a satisfying victory for the youngster. Coco Goff, I mean, it's hard to imagine. She's still just 17 years old. Here's a look at her rapid rise, taking off from the start of 2019. She's now 23 in the world right now, Nico. We keep putting pressure after pressure on her, and she just keeps coming up with the goods to the age, and it was just amazing and how resilient she was at 17. When you look at those results, the pressure is tremendous, and the way she handles it, it's the same way she handled the match. Against an experienced player, a top 20, very solid opponent in Merton, she was able to come back from a six-love, two-love lead by being aggressive, by staying positive. Her physicality kept her in the match. Merton's, yes, faltered, but all credit due to Coco. Last time we saw her at Wimbledon, Coco, she was 15 years old. How have things changed, not only for her, but the expectations and, yes, pressures on her going in this year? Yeah, I think there's definitely more pressure. There was more pressure after that Wimbledon run where she beat Venus Williams in her first Wimbledon main draw match after coming through qualifying. So I think she's... She struggled a little bit at times, but she has also, Coco Golf embraced the pressure, embraced the intention. And part of what I think is so special about her is on court, you can see her competing every single point. You know, she doesn't run away from it. She doesn't look to hide. She, you know, confronts it full on. I think that's why she was able to turn that match around because she accepted the fact that, okay, I'm not playing great. Let me get down. Let me compete. Let me battle. And these are new situations against opponents that she maybe hasn't played before or has played very few times, and she's finding a way in matches like that. And, and I think that should certainly hold her in good stead as the pressure continues to build. Not only does it, but she's doing it against top-notch competition like she did today against Elisa Maritans. Let's get to the men. In Mallorca, on the grass, Casper Root, fast riser, taking on American tennis Sangren. Well, Casper Root is a guy that has surprised me. He is getting a lot stronger, tougher position today against Sangren, but this guy can defend with the best of them. Take a look at him. He looks like Mats Wielander, the way he plays. Look at this forehand coming up. That's old school right there, and he's just getting tougher and tougher, and he just keeps winning. He's well inside the top 20 on any surface, doing it on the grass and raking up those wins today against Sangrin. He got a good first-round match route with the, with the bye here in Mallorca, but he just keeps surprising me, and he keeps surprising everybody, flying a bit under the radar, but he just keeps winning. Straight set win for Casper Ruud, three and four over Tennis Sangren of the United States. Top seed. Down there is Daniil Medvedev, who lost in the first round last week when he was the top seed. A little better for him today against the Frenchman. Well, trying to do some damage outside the hard courts here on the grass. Medvedev losing first round last week in Halle. Came over to get some matches. He is the top seed, being number two player in the world. Strange that he's playing the week before Wimbledon. But that is just the case. He needs the matches. Today he was all over the youngster, Muted, a Frenchman, 22 years of age. Very talented. But Medvedev did 
what he came here to do, which, you know, cruise through some matches, spend some time on the grass, get some rhythm, doing it with the field there, and he needs to get his serve going in this surface. Did so today. No problems winning and moving on to the second round. You mentioned Daniil Medvedev trying to find some success on grass. All of his tournament titles have been on hard courts to this point. And to this point this year, Diana Yastremska, young Ukrainian, had been suspended from the WTA Tour after a positive drug test and an out-of-competition urine sample showed some uh, banned substances. Well, Yastremska has denied taking controlled substances and performance-enhancing substances all along. Today, an independent tribunal under the tennis anti-doping program has lifted that provisional suspension, and she has been cleared of any wrongdoing in this, and she is very happy. She's eligible to get back out of the court immediately, although she missed the French Open, and she will miss Wimbledon. What do you think, Chanda? You know, it's been a long road, and for any player, you know, this is the worst thing that can happen, and especially if there's nothing that you you willingly did or knowingly did, and, and that seemed to be the case with Diana Yastrzemska. She was found not to be at fault, mm-hmm. not to have you know, done anything wrong or negligent, I think, uh, is what the, the terminology was used. So, you know, it's about now kind of recovering from that and trying to build back. She's missed, you know, a number of months uh, having to, to battle this. But, you know, the main thing is that now she can play and hopefully be free of, of all of that, of, of the baggage of that, you know, because that's kind of a stain for any player, especially when you haven't done anything. Oh, and she is a young and up-and-coming yeah. player at only 20. She's, she was playing really well, and for that to happen... I hope it's true that she's not guilty, but these committees go over with a fine-tooth comb, and if there was something, they would find it, and there is a reason why she is vindicated, and I just hope that she can continue her career and, and continue to do what she loves. She had appealed several times and got denied several times. Finally, I'm sure uh, for Diana Yastremska, justice is served as the independent tribunal has cleared her. We are clear of this segment here on Tennis Channel Live. When we come back, we're going to check in on Novak Djokovic playing doubles on the grass this week, not playing singles in Mallorca, but we'll see the world number one in action. And also, we're going to check in on fastest rising American on the men's tour. That would be Sebastian Corda. What are his expectations and hopes heading into Wimbledon? Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. It is finally over. We're live at Wimbledon and it's looking like a glorious day. Come on, you're missing it! We are at Wimbledon. The grass is looking as immaculate as ever. 15 years of age. A very close <laughs> Oh, man, it's next week. That's when the Grand Slam action on the grass of the All-England Club returns. We've got nightly coverage of Wimbledon on Tennis Channel beginning next Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 1.30 p.m. Pacific. And as we welcome you back, there has been a whole lot of buzz and hype surrounding 
A young American named Sebastian Corda heading into Wimbledon. This kid doesn't turn 21 until July 5th, but he is already just sort of burning up the charts. And we saw him last week for the first time on grass, Nico. Kid's a player, huh? He's already a top 50 in the world and meteoric rise for him indeed. He's the real deal in my book. Saw him a couple of years ago playing the Challenger Tour here in the USDA circuit, and he looked impressive. Well, the results have been coming and been coming at a rapid pace. Nico, he won his first grass court matches at the ATP level last week. I mean, and some really fine wins, Roberto Batista, Agu, and, and beating Kay Nishikori on grass. It's, it's not a bad deal, but what should be realistic expectations for this young man heading into the big one, Wimbledon? Well, that's top-tier competition there, and then lost a tight one to eventual champion, Hugo Jumberg, he needs to serve big, which he does. The forehand, to me, is the question. The rest of the game, it's in place. And this guy just looks like he belongs. Remember, last October, he arrived for the qualies at Roland Garros. Ended up losing in the fourth round to his idol, Rafa Nadal. But he's got easy power. But the demeanor, the fact that he looks like he belongs over there. He had no tour wins past this last October, and he's up to top 15 world and beating the players that you just mentioned, Bautista and Nishikori on the grass. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the impressive things about Corda is how calm he stays under pressure. He just seems to not get phased, not get frazzled. And, you know, you can lose matches, but I think he's he's learning. And we can see him growing each and every time he goes out there. The grass is a surface that you want to get more reps on. And you don't play as many matches on it as a junior. And so, you know, making that transition can sometimes, you know, take take a bit. Um, but I think when you get the first match under your belt, as Corda did, that helps your confidence. And, you know, he's got a big game. And so he certainly can do very well on the grass. Um, but I think this is a year for him to grow and just continue to play a lot of matches on the surface, as much as he can well, going into Wimbledon. He's certainly growing at a rapid rate. He's now the fourth highest ranked American on the ATP Tour. And what we've seen out of Sebastian Corda to this point, we are talking to Tracy Austin last week on TC Live. She thinks sky's the limit for this kid. What do you think his expectations should be, or what are you hoping to see from him, not only the rest of 2021, but maybe even into next year when he gets his sea legs completely under him, so to speak? Well, you know, I think he has that expectation. He comes from a tennis family, a family of champions um, in tennis as well as golf, but his parents, you know, very grounded, and I think that has helped him really get acclimated uh, onto the Pro Tour very quickly, and we saw how quickly he rose last year, and this is during a pandemic where it's tough for players you know, to maybe find their form, you know, to feel comfortable out there with all the uncertainty. And he just seemed to cruise right through it using each and every opportunity. So I definitely think the sky's the limit. He's got a great game. Uh, he's got, you know, great height. I think the serve gets him out of trouble at times. And under pressure, again, when you can play that kind of tennis, that is definitely a good sign. I think it's a big part as well, the fact that his father, Peter, has surrounded the boy with, with some good people. Dean Goldfein is, is a top-rate person Those to are have two around. Good right Those there. two are not, not too shabby. Sebi's going to spend some time in the desert with Andrea and Steffi, and he certainly has learned from that experience, and that's key at his stage. You have to have good people around you. He's getting ready to play his first main draw at Wimbledon. Both of you guys have been in that position. What's it like the week before knowing you're playing in... The championships come the start of next week. You know, I think, you know, for every player walking 
in, onto the grounds, walking, you know, just looking at center court if you have that opportunity just to get a feel, to, to kind of get grounded because it's a, a tournament with so much history. And, you know, everybody has their own sort of feeling and take um, on it, but certainly, you know, it's the excitement and you don't play as much on grass. So I think that part of it, you know, we'll see how much he does embrace it, you know, the, the newness of it and all the different things you can do on the surface, allow his aggressive side of his game, maybe work on getting into the net a little bit more, using it for, for what it's worth. Um, I think that's going to be the question with Seb Porta. But from what we've seen, I think he's going to embrace it. Well, I just want to see his demeanor. We, we've talked about it. Well, Wimbledon is the place where you can get paralyzed when you walk in there and you forget your X's and O's. Very important. We'll have to see the draw as well. Once we see the draw, we'll, we'll have an idea of, of what he can do. But I'm, I'm certainly keen on watching him. You guys mentioned it comes from a family of champions. Nelly Corda, his sister, won for the second time on the LPGA Tour last week. Only player on the LPGA Tour to have two victories in 2021. Sebastian Corda's got a lot to live up to. My older sis and the other older sis, too. When we come back, Novak Djokovic getting ready for Wimbledon. All smiles, chest bumping, too. Back on Tennis Channel Live, back to Eastbourne we go. Francis Tiapo of the United States, quarterfinalist last week, and taking on Liam Brody. Oh, great break. Yeah, and this is a tricky match. Brody very comfortable on the grass, the lefty spins, and this lob, perfection. And it got Brody the break in the first set. Tiafo would get it back on serve, but again, Brody being a bit more aggressive. And this was a little bit of the difference in the match, able to take Tiafo out of service games, attacking the second serve and attacking the midcourt area. And the second set, tie break again, Brody Winning the battle of court positioning, a beautiful low volley there to set himself up. And once he took the lead, never really let it go. And, and again, it was Tiafo not quite in good position, missing there at the end. A big win for Liam Brody. Played a fantastic match. So Tiafo is out. Brody moving on in Eastbourne. Let's head over to Mallorca and check in on Dominic Team. Haven't seen him since the first round loss at Roland Garros, facing Adrian Manorino. And this was the match I really wanted to watch. Team seated second in the bottom of the draw, playing against the professor. And Team looked a bit tentative at the end, but uh, at the start, but then broke at 3-2, was comfortably ahead at 5-2 as Manorino was starting to lose it there. But then something very bizarre happened in this point. Just check it out. Team with the backhand goes up for the forehand felt a twinge in the wrist that was the tendon on the outside of his right hand and he stopped called for medical attention you could see he's clearly in pain the physio would come in he would tape team what he's trying to explain to Manorino what happened he could not continue so we'll keep you posted on that one my Dominic team not looking too good Exiting the court after leading 5-2. Man, you hate to see that. Hope he gets well soon. And Novak Djokovic not playing singles this week, but playing doubles with Carlos Gomez Herrera against Tom Burkett and Nico Kacic. At 31 years of age, a good friend of Nolis for the past 10 years, Nolis decides to come here play only the doubles competition. They had a tough one, but Novak Djokovic took this to a third set match tiebreak. This one went down to the wire. You see the point. 
at 11-10. Djokovic with one first serve here to put it to 11-all. And this is match point. Just check it out. Just a off the forehand side. And Nolly says, kids, let's get out of here. Having some fun with it. That's tremendous. Novak addressed the fans after the match. We had a lot of fun on the court, I must say. Um, Charlie is a, a longtime friend of, of me and my brother as well. We've known each other almost 15 years. And uh, we played only once together, and uh, we lost that only match. So this was very, very close, but uh, amazing experience. I had a lot of fun. I want to thank uh, all the crowd for supporting. It was amazing, amazing atmosphere. Thank you so much. All right, we'll be seeing Novak Djokovic on the doubles court as this week continues, and of course, looking forward to seeing him at Wimbledon. But now it is time for our check into the world of social media. It's our social net, and congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Brett Haber. That's right, Brett and uh, Kim tied the knot this past weekend in Maryland. I'm actually wearing a similar suit shade as Brett right now, I just realized that. But congratulations to our colleague and friend, Brett. Oh, congratulations from all of us. Beautiful pictures. You could see how much fun they had. The setting, everything seemed like a picture-perfect day for Brett Haber, who is usually leading us here in studio and around the world, but leading his bride now. He had more important things. That was for, that was for a good cost. Congratulations. Mazel tov all around yeah. to uh, the entire families. Involved. Hey, you got to kill time when it's raining. And how about uh, Marta Katsuyuk and Yelena Ostapenko going two ball? That That's impressive, Nico. Well, you have to get creative when you have time to kill. And there is plenty of that in the British summer. Uh, look at them having a lot of fun. Yes, I can see them doing that. That's an Eastbourne. And then over at Wimbledon, some players are already getting ready for Wimbledon. But yesterday they weren't in. Lorenzo Yannick Sinner working on the footwork. Doing some cross-training. That is the name of the game, and it's about finding different ways to stay active, to warm up, to keep the hand-eye coordination, the feet moving, and uh, you know, so many players playing soccer, or should I say football? Well, with, the Euros, Which go- one? with the Euros going on, it's footy <laughs> all around. Well, the Italians are doing very well in Euros. They have advanced to the knockout stage. Here's a look at what our schedule is tomorrow on Tennis Channel and Tennis Channel Plus, all starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time with uh, action beginning in Eastbourne and Bad Homburg. We'll move to Mallorca after that. Of course, we'll give you the whole wrap-up on TC Live at the end of the day. We'll be right back. Back on Tennis Channel Live and Wimbledon qualifying getting going today. It was rained out yesterday, so a lot of Americans in action, Chanda. Yeah, and uh, four of the seven American women won their first-round matches. Of course, two of those matches involved all-American matchups with Christiane and uh, Caroline Dolahide and then Mary Lou and Jamie Loeb. But, you know, good, good matches. Tough for Grace Men, who went out, as well as Ali Kick and... Also had Vera Lepchenko getting through. No doubt. And for the men, there were nine Americans starting qualifying, four of them winners today. Yeah, four wins. Maggie McDonald's against Copernicus. That's a tough matchup for McDonald. That's been playing really well. Dennis Kudla, the veteran, beating the Italian. Federino, young Brandon Nakashima. That's an impressive win. The score on the grass, you just don't see it that often. And the big, giant Maxime Chrissy winning in two tiebreaks. Our hot shot of the day. This was... Quentin Mutet in the far court, taking on Daniil Medvedev. Mutet couldn't get the win, but 
Well, he's going to earn himself a hot shot. Yes. Right there. It's an unbelievable shot, and it's not often that on court, when you get a shot like this go past you, you just have to give it to your opponent. And Medvedev, definitely gracious looking at this one. It was a beauty. By the way, he went with a no-look approach. When you look and at that And a little hop. Trip, yeah. A little hop as well. I mean, there, was, that was there was a lot of French flair happening there. I had him as a king of the, of the drop shot, but... That was impressive. <laughs> this guy's got some good hands. Dropper and the tweener. Hey, yeah. tomorrow we got some interesting matchups. How about Sam Query taking on Ugo Umber? Well, Ugo Umber must be exhausted. He did play a lot of tennis like last week in Halle, but nothing like confidence, and he brings plenty of that. It will be a test for Sam because of the way that Ugo has been playing. I can't have enough of Ugo Umber these days. You know, and we were talking about Ann Lee yesterday, young, rising American star. She's got Petra Kvitova on the grass tomorrow. How do you see that matchup? You know, I think that should be a fun one. I'm, you know, very impressed with Ann Lee, with how she moves, how aggressive she looks to be uh, in her matches. It's going to be a tough battle, though, with the pace and depth of Petra Kvitova, who didn't play great um, you know, throughout her first-round match, but got it done in big moments. I think that's going to be a real test for, for Ann Lee. Needed three long sets to Kvitova to be the player ranked in the high 300s. What a great day of tennis we had today, and we've got another one in prospect coming your way tomorrow, beginning at 6 o'clock in the a.m. here on Tennis Channel and Tennis Channel Plus for Chanda and Nico and our entire TC crew. I'm Russ Thaler. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.